Hello folks, this is Larry Schaefer with Living Scripture Daily. Thank you for joining me on my journey of discovery of God's amazing Word. Today the topic is, what is your purpose on earth? A very esoteric type of question. And uh, we are going to be continuing through the book of Luke, and we are in Luke chapter 4, verses 14 and 15. And Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread throughout all the surrounding district. And he began teaching in their synagogues and was praised by all. So here we have Jesus doing what he was meant to do. He is venturing into his public ministry. He is fulfilling his purpose on earth. What about you and your purpose on earth? Well, it's very easy to pass over key phrases when we are reading the Bible, and, and especially easy when we're reading these narratives, such as in Luke. For example, what does it really mean that Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit? In the power of the Spirit. Well, it's easy to say, you know, duh, Larry, it just means that he's Jesus, and of course, the power of, Spirit is, of the Spirit is with him. The power of the Spirit is with Jesus because, well, you know, they're the Trinity and they're all together all the time. I mean, that's it. Let's move on. Well, of course, all that is true, but I believe there's more to it here. And I believe there's something that we can learn about our ministry as well and our purpose on earth. I don't mean that there's got to be more from a, you know, mystical or secretive standpoint. I mean, there's a reason Luke uses this phrase. There is substantive meaning to the word structure of God's holy word. The words used in the Bible are not just fillers. They carry meaning. That's why I call this adventure that we're on a journey of discovery. We are discovering God's meaning in the Bible, and we are taking time to dig into it, and then we have the fullness of meaning that we can apply to our lives. And that is what can really transform our lives. So let's look a little closer here. The work of the Spirit, the power of the Spirit. Well, go back. When he was baptized, the Spirit descended upon him as a dove. After his baptism, it is said that Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, was led around by the Spirit in the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. So Jesus is venturing into his full public ministry mode. He is fulfilling his mission, the reason he came to earth. And Jesus is going about the region, and he's doing it in the power of the Spirit. What does that mean? Well, I mean, does it mean that he's going about speaking in tongues? Uh, Does it mean he's going about uh, maybe with certain feelings inside of him, feeling inspired, feeling motivated? Does it mean that he has extra power, healing, and miracles? Well, we don't have time to dig into all of it, but it it certainly doesn't mean that he's going around speaking in tongues. That's not the indication of the power of the Spirit upon Jesus. There's no indication that it's really affecting how he feels. Healing and miracles, well, yes, that probably is a part of it for sure. But I actually believe there's more. What is this power that comes from the Spirit of God? Here it is. The power of the Spirit is equals the power of the impact of our ministry. 
the power of the Spirit upon our service and upon our ministry, whatever it might be, equals the impact, the results. So the Spirit is always with Jesus. Yes, we know that. But here is my primary observation and premise. The power of the Spirit has been upon Jesus in a unique way since he went public and began to fulfill his calling, his ministry, the reason he's on earth. So the main point is, is the work of the Spirit, at least in this context, the Spirit has many ministries throughout the Word of God and in our lives. But the work of the Spirit in this case surrounds his ministry of service and brings about the results and the impact that God wants to accomplish. That is the power of the Spirit upon one's service and ministry. Now, how do we know that's what it means? Well, in support of answering our main question today, that main question meaning what is the power of the Spirit, I found this passage in Isaiah, and I believe it fully describes what it means that Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. We can read this passage in Isaiah 11, verses 2 through 5. The Bible says the Spirit of the Lord will rest upon him, a prophecy of the coming of the future Messiah. The Spirit of the Lord will rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and strength, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. There is the description of the ministry of the impact of Jesus when he was here on earth. And it also says, and he will delight, the Messiah, in the fear of the Lord. And he will not judge by what his eyes see, nor make a decision by what his ears hear. What I think is significant here is that it is the power of the Spirit brings the results. It's not always tangible. It's not always what we see. It's not what we feel. It's not even what we hear. But the Lord is bringing about the results through his Spirit. And lastly, it says, but with righteousness, he will judge the poor and decide with fairness for the afflicted on earth. And when it says he judges the poor, it doesn't mean that he gives a negative verdict. It actually means that he upholds the poor and he deals with the afflicted with fairness. And righteousness will be the belt of his loins and faithfulness the belt of his waist. So righteousness and faithfulness will be the marks of his ministry. So this is a prophecy of the coming Jesus as the Messiah on earth, and it provides meaning to his visit on earth. It provides a picture into the impact and the work of the Spirit to fulfill God's purposes in Jesus's life and ministry. Well, more on this next time and more on the power of the Spirit on our own personal ministries. So Father, thank you first that you came to earth you fulfilled your mission and your calling you suffered and died that we might have life and that we might have it abundantly thank you forgive us for taking you for granted at times we often forget about you and we go on living our lives without much thought of you forgive us for that but you are always with us in good times and in bad times you are faithful even when we are faithless. But Lord, nevertheless, strengthen us to walk and to talk with you often, to follow your voice. Truth.